0: Hey, it's Paul and Shamina and welcome back to head boss in charge. We are doing a stand up meeting.
1: Yes, we are.
0: So uh, Shamina and I both saw hidden figures, uh, not together, but we were um, we saw on our own and we were both just floored with how at least I was floored with how amazing um, the movie was.
1: Yeah. And I would say if you haven't seen it, go see it. Um and if you're you're on the money struggle go see like either the first show of the day or matinee because those are the cheapest tickets or right. if you have a Costco membership Get your tickets there because they're only seven fifty each.
0: Right. And mind you, for two weeks in a row, this um, movie has topped the box yeah. offices. number one. Number one. It beat Star Wars Rogue uh, Rogue One. Mm. Yes, I yeah. think so. Uh, which is amazing because obviously there's a huge love for Star Wars. It's supposed to be like the prequel to the regular storyline. So if this you say so. It, <laughs> I don't yeah, know, I'm that. not a Star Wars fan, but it's doing really well. Uh, but no, I as soon as I saw the movie, um, I thought this would be a great time to kind of just talk about some of the the themes um, that came up in the uh, movie because as a, a black woman, you have to move, of course, <gasps> through the workplace um, in many different ways that white people, never even have to think about. And I was just, like, logging in my head, like, all these things that, Mm -hmm. even though that movie took place fictionally in 1960... in the 1960s, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of those things still persist today. Maybe not as overtly, but...
1: Yeah. I would say even, not even, like, amongst white people, like, as a black woman, as I identify as a black woman, like, even as I look at, like, black men, like, there's there's a perception that I know that I receive because I have some, you know... People who I can talk to about those who are not Black folks, like that I work with, and we're able to kind of talk about those. So I, I'd venture to say, like, uh, that Black women—I don't want to say we stand alone by any means—but um, I wouldn't just pit the other side as like white folks, like as a whole category. Right, right. Because um, I think about how, um, and I don't even know where to start. I, right. Yeah. Well,
0: I was thinking let's kind of just go by character because I think. Each character had a very specific storyline and okay. challenge that they were trying to overcome. Okay. So uh, we can start with Taraji's character. Okay. Um, so she uh, was invited, um, you know, the, although the black engineers and mathematicians were sanctioned off on like this western corridor yeah. of the, um, the, Na- the NASA building. Uh, and she was invited um, and selected to go to the other side to
1: and I wouldn't even even the movie they didn't they just called them computers.
0: Oh right. like they, they them weren't computers. even names.
1: Like they weren't people. they were machines like for a very specific purpose, which I kept like obviously at the beginning, you hear that, but they kept using it so like freely throughout like, Where's my computer? Right. As a, though a machine is going to walk in and then you see a person, so.
0: Which, side note, too, that also it just kind of reminded me, oh, wow, like, they actually didn't have yeah. calculators or, like, everything, yeah. <laughs> you know, had to be done by hand. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, that's very inf- offensive, of course, to refer to people as objects. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh Traji uh who um as you could see from her childhood was like very smart, Mm -hmm. went to a great school, um, and just has a really uh has a a knack for crunching numbers very quickly. Yeah. And so her first task, um, you know, she was uh charged with coming up with the mathematics to make sure that the um the spacecraft could land at the appropriate angle at the appropriate time so that the uh, Astronaut wouldn't be um, like
1: floating out in the ocean,
0: yeah, or like <laughs> burning to bits. <laughs> so, um, and at first, you know, she she walks in, um, you know, everyone's a white man. She, I remember, she goes to uh, the the white woman. I guess she's like the secretary of oh, that the, like yeah. of that office. And um, <laughs> I remember, Traged is like, so where's the bathroom? And just like the way she responds, she's like oh, we don't have bathrooms for you here. You know, like, yeah. it, was, it was very, of course, um, crass in terms of how she said it. And at first, her, her job was just to double check the numbers, right? And um, I remember a lot of the the white scientists, they would get offended at the fact that a black woman had to double-check their work, and so they would just throw the books in front of her face and um, say...
1: Not only that, they, like, would cross off, like, they would, like, redact, like, all the important fucking info to be able to run the numbers. I remember seeing that, and I was like, what the... I was so annoyed. I was
0: so annoyed. And guess what she did? Like, she still was able to crack the information with redacted info, info. Mind you... There was a part where it's like she held it to the light, mm-hmm. um, which was obviously easy to do. But um, the fact that she could still get the same results, um, achieve the same things, but with less resources, mm-hmm. less information, which is a constant theme throughout the movie is that you have to run the same race with 10 million obstacles. Mm mm-hmm. um, and still expect it to get the same results. Yeah,
1: Which is not terribly different from, like, modern-day society. Obviously, there was a different time. There were different laws and the way that people lived, and people were more overt about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not a, a huge stretch from, like, the way that life happens today. You know, people are right. more um, covert about it, insidious and whatnot. So, yeah. I,
0: go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> I think the movie did a good job showing, like, the uh, like the extreme version of these obstacles is uh, Tragedy had to run all the way to the other side yeah. every time to the other side of the building to use her bathroom, and not once did she complain. She did her job. She she didn't make it known until she had that like moment yeah. midway through the movie. But I think we were supposed to assume a lot of time has passed by before mm-hmm. she like cracked under that frustration. Um, but she cracked under that frustration in a very eloquent and just like a very poignant way. Yeah. Um, which another topic that came up in my mind is whenever, um, women speak their mind, especially, uh, in a group of men, it's always labeled as, oh, they're just being emotional or, oh, they're just being bitchy or, oh, they're just this. And, um, I don't know, what are your kind of thoughts on that? Uh, I guess, that was her peak. That was her emotional peak in that char- uh, that character she was portraying.
1: Yeah, um, I think that uh, one of the things that I loved about her character, and all the characters, were the resilience that they had and they demonstrated throughout. So there was very much, I don't want to say a stick to itness because that sounds a little casual, but there, there was certainly a resilience and an oomph that they had to have to be able to operate in this space day in, day out, and not give up, realizing that there's a bigger picture here and that they are examples for... Um, other people, like they were examples for other people in their family, their kids, their uh, significant others, etc. But they were also like low-key a hell example for the people that they were working with. Mm-hmm. As in, like you're not going to take me down. Um, I'm I'm going to survive, and then I'm going to thrive in spite of all the things that you put in my way. So I really love that about her character. Um, I really appreciated that um, she had really a no nonsense kind of approach to before that scene where. Um, uh, the back. I think she was coming back in the rain is when the he was like, where is she? Why is she mm-hmm. always gone? Um, She just really was focused and went about her work doing good work. And I feel like that is so much, like, that's usually the goal of people. Like, hopefully, like, you want to go somewhere and contribute and do good work. Like, mm-hmm. you want to be a part of the team, but she wasn't allowed to be a part of the team. And I, I can't remember if that was the same scene where the coffee, Um, she pointed out the coffee pot thingy that had um, colored on it and that, that no one ever, you know, took the time to want to touch it to right. make her coffee or get her water or whatnot. It so. was the same
0: scene. She okay. brought that up in her, like, <coughs> her speech about running back and forth to the bathroom and also yeah. not being able to use the same coffee yeah. as everyone else.
1: I think the thing that was a slight frustration to me, like, loved the movie as a whole, and this wasn't a frustrating part about the movie, but there was a there was a tinge of an element about, like, the white savior piece in there.
0: Oh, yeah. When
1: um, Kevin Costner, is that who that was?
0: I don't. I don't know.
1: Uh, the boss guy. Yeah, the boss. Okay, the boss. When he um, went and like broke down the signs and whatever, it was a little bit of a white savior kind of moment. So I was like, mm, okay, this must be in here because it seemed it seemed to be pretty true to form based on what some of the other podcasts or things that I've read about um, the experiences of those three women.
0: Right. Um, but well, I was like,
1: oh, did you have to show that? And part? guess what? But, my okay. theater
0: did. They clapped. My oh. theater clapped oh. when the the boss guy tore down the colored. Sign for the bathroom. Okay, and I was near a like I could see in my periphery. Uh, there were black people. They didn't clap, mm. <laughs> but everyone else in the theater <laughs> <laughs> clapped. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah that white savior thing that does happen a lot. But I think, uh, I think in movies like this, uh, well, mind you, like the reason one of the reasons why I'm so impressed this movie is doing well is a lot of black like. Movies about black people yeah. don't reach this uh, yeah. critical acclaim that well. And I think sometimes from a Hollywood standpoint, if you're going to make black movies, for lack of a better expression, uh, or label, uh, you have to kind of put in those like plot lines that will appeal to the white audience. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't... Uh, it's like, why are we concerned with white feelings? But yeah. <laughs> So it doesn't make them feel like this movie's not for them or that they don't have something to learn from it. Um, yeah. and I think from their perspective in a way that can, that they can connect with. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Because
1: they can't connect with it as a human story. Right. Just to throw a little bit of shade. Like it's not a human story. It's a black story. Mm-hmm. But anywho, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but hopefully too, I just don't want the wrong message to come out. Like black people need a white savior yeah. <laughs> or a white hero all yeah. the time to like move forward. It's, yeah. that's not the whole point. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think some of the, one of the places that I'm challenged is that, like, yes, I get annoyed at kind of, like, the white savior thing. Um, and at the same time, like, white people or other people who are not black are necessary to, like, get that message amongst their group. Mm-hmm. So, like, I need white people to stand up and tell other white people, like, this is some fucked up shit, like... We as a collective need to not do this. Not that like you know you get together at you know the next white meeting and say this to you know we put it out on you know the um, the group text or whatever. But those like other voices are important to collectively help us rise. So as much as I'm like ugh yeah I roll white savior uh, concept, at the same time I'm also like, well, like people need to have these conversations. There needs to be some quote unquote. Air quotes, brave white person mm-hmm. that says something or does something that's different than everybody else. Their whatever their peer group looks like. So it's a double edged sword. I'm like Ugh, annoyed, but at the same time, like white people stand up and do something, say something, you mm-hmm. know. So
0: there, there was another example of that. <coughs> like uh, since you know we're calling it that, the white savior moment is when um, Traji was finally allowed to go into the board, the the briefing, mm-hmm. yes, yes, um, yes, the brief meeting. And uh, the the navy guy or the, uh, the the one who
1: eventually went into space by himself. Right.
0: Um, Name he, I can't remember. He was the ones like uh, when they the no one could figure out like oh like what is the calculation to like have um, him land properly and he was like so who's the black girl like just just call her up and <laughs> <laughs> have her figure out figure it out. Um, and it, you know, it was because of him and his faith and her, um, that allowed her to, you know, yeah, do that. But it was also framed in that very similar way as the boss tearing down that sign in yeah. the bathroom. So, um, but it, it added some humor to it. Honestly, the the movie yeah. was really funny. I know? did, and there was a lot of like shade and.
1: Yeah. It was, it was, I feel like I ran through the gamut of emotions. Like I laughed. I, I didn't outwardly cry, but I certainly, like, a tear or two rolled mm-hmm. down at some points. I was sad. Like, I, I felt like I connected with the people there. Like, I felt triumph when they felt like they had succeeded or gotten past this barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, I was angry at points, too. So yeah. I love, like, how the movie as a whole captured s- so many emotions that I didn't realize I was going to be kind of, you know, engulfed with, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the two, two hours and some.
0: So, okay, we have Octavia Spencer's yeah. character um Um,
1: low-key shout out to octavia spencer who liked one of our tweets yes Um, so um after i think paul saw the movie first and i saw it a number of days later and i was like oh my god this is everything so i tweeted from our account and you know i i tagged all like uh janelle Monet, taraji henson p henson and then octavia spencer and she liked the tweet and i was like Wait, what? what? So I just took it and I was like, oh, also, first of all, let me screenshot this to save it. So shout outs and big ups to um, Octavia Spencer, friend of the podcast. Right now, official so friend. Well, we'll figure out a time to get her on.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, I love her. There hasn't been a movie that she's been in that I haven't loved. Yeah. Or loved her character.
0: Yeah. Um, so her character, she was uh, the supervisor of the computers. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you know? The head computer, if you will. Uh, right. And she was, you know, her job is to delegate assignments as they come down to her. And her storyline was about, um, uh, I guess, a common topic of promotion. And mm-hmm. uh, she kept on getting these temp positions. Yeah. And um, they were expecting her to do the job of a supervisor without actually yeah. getting the pay, well, pay she was doing She was
1: the supervisor for all intents and purposes. Right. She was a supervisor
0: mm-hmm.
1: without the title and without the pay.
0: Right. So, uh, as the technology was advancing, um, uh, NASA acquired this new IBM computer. Yeah. And she was... (laughs)
1: The size of an entire, like, (laughs) multi-purpose room.
0: Right. Uh, so funny. And she was the only person that knew, uh, the, I guess the kind of permutations to, like, enter into the computer. shit that I don't know. The coding, right. It was, I guess, the first iteration of what coding is Mm -hmm. for, for back then. Uh, and um you know she had a lot of interactions with this uh this white woman I guess who was her yes um not I guess it seems like it it was her supervisor but also like her equivalent but for the white side yeah if that makes sense yeah 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 um and so uh one of my favorite scenes was um (laughs) they were both in the bathroom washing hands and the white woman's like you know what like I really just have I don't. What was don't, it like I, like? I don't. I don't have, have a problem
1: with you people. Yeah, I was have, something, something you people. Right. I was like, right. <laughs>
0: oh, I was, like right. cringing, and then Octavia just <laughs> turns around and she's like, "I'm I'm sure you don't," or something like that, mm-hmm. um, in a very like <laughs> condescending, shady way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of just wanted to talk about that topic of. Promotion and being recognized for the work that you do and other people around you getting promoted um, And you probably do better than they do.
1: Yeah, and so this is one of the things that I was thinking about Um, Number one one of the reasons I loved I loved all the characters and I loved hers because she slayed Um, She went she was like, okay, these bitches are not gonna give me my due So let me go ahead and show up all these people by going backdoor and learning this system that nobody else seems to learn or know how to even get this damn machine on so that when it comes time, like, there'll be no other choice but to put me in that role mm-hmm. because nobody else can do it. Like, you have all these, in in spirit of the movie, you have all these white men here who don't know what they're doing. That's a topic all in itself, which I think we've covered mediocrity before. Not that all white men are mediocre, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so let me go in here and slay so they'll have no choice because they paid all this money they need somebody to run this. So I loved again, the resilience that she had of, like, I'm gonna go in here, maybe on my break time or my off time, and read these books. I'm gonna go to the library and read these books. Was she the one who took the book from the library?
0: No, that was. Oh yeah, with her kid? <laughs> oh my like, gosh, yeah, yeah. Pay
1: taxes. This is my book. <laughs> this is technically uh, not
0: stealing, <laughs> right?
1: Um, so she could learn all the code. But
0: yeah,
1: I feel like that—that's such a story, like uh, such a, a powerful story that you have to do. Um, and people have been doing it. Not just black people have been doing it for. But again, in, in the spirit of the movie. Black people have been doing this forever. You have to go out and learn the things that you need to so that you can succeed. So while it may not be like tit for tat of like you have to work twice as hard to be half Mm -hmm. as good, et cetera, but you have to find ways to elevate yourself and not wait for people to give you the opportunity, but go snatch it up, you know, like, let me go ahead and do this so you'll know how invaluable I am, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm.
0: Well, going back to that library scene for a quick second, uh, yeah, it's all about, you know, finding the resources and teaching on your own, but what made me like, oh, I was so mad was that, especially back at that time, she couldn't even technically take out the book that would allow her to advance her knowledge, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that was just a a very physical um, barrier um, that she could not cross, and of course, like, she stole the book, but it's just those little things that's like, you know, we see more microaggressions today than, Mm -hmm. like, Overt racism from the, you know, beginning of time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that just makes me so mad that that those obstacles existed, and you know, it's yeah. Anyways.
1: Yeah. Well, and the lady and I've, I've low key seen the lady in the library who was like on the other side of the bookshelf who was like basically like why you're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like she low-key gets, like, a bunch of, like, racist white woman roles. I don't know her name, but I've seen her. Are you her. recognized her? Yes. Um, she was in The Blind Side. I remember that. Oh. And she's been in some other things, too, as, like, the racist white woman who's, like, not really racist because she's not going to outright call you the N-word. Right. Um, but just even that she was like, what are you doing here? Just kind of like, like bitch, get out of my business. Right. I'm getting, it's a library. I'm not cooking steak. I'm getting a book, bitch, mm. um, is what I wanted to say, but... Yeah, that white woman shows up regularly. I'm saying I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna find out her name at some point, like racist white woman number three. Um, that's how she shows up in the credits, I'm
0: sure, right? But. Um, all right, and then uh, Janelle Monet's character, yes, uh, which honestly was probably her storyline made me the most like happy at the end. I mean, it the whole movie was about Taraji, but um, her success at the end, which I guess we'll start from the beginning. So um, she was also working in the same room, computers, probably mm-hmm. on the... She was the younger of the three, yeah. um, uh, most novice. And she um, really wanted to um, apply for a position to, that... To be an
1: engineer. Engineer, the engineer right. training program.
0: Right. And she was one of the very few women in the group that really had the smarts to do that. But... Um. According to the employee handbook, you need um, the
1: ever-changing employee handbook, <laughs>
0: right? You need a master's degree or something like that, yeah. or a certification. Um, and the only school that um, she that would give her that certification is um, a white school, but mm-hmm. black people can't go to it. Um, so that's another example of like that barrier that's built, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, there's never going to be a black engineer in uh, NASA if the mm-hmm. only school that provides that certification program <laughs> is for white people. Mm-hmm. So. Um, she had this great scene, um, where she had to petition, um, in court, um, to be part oh, of yeah, the yeah, school. Yeah. And I loved her speech and it was a very smart speech because, um, and if you can help me remember this, cause this, it's been several weeks. Um, one thing that I noticed in her argument was she framed it, um, in a way where this white judge could think about themselves, right? Yeah,
1: she did her research. She She, came in prepared.
0: She came in prepared, (coughs) and the first part of her argument was all like pretty much like buttering up this judge. It's like, I know you did this, you're the first person to Mm -hmm. do that, first person to do this, and um, what allowed you to do all those firsts? Well, I want to do that too, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I think that tactic of, if you know you have to appeal to someone who probably is you know, racist or has a very limited viewpoint, I think it was very, um, strategic of her to talk about it from that person's perspective Mm -hmm. instead of this like, poor me, poor me. Like it it was very, very solid.
1: Yeah. It was also like, (coughs) excuse me. Um, don't you want to be on the cutting edge? Don't you like, when they look back in the history books, don't you want to be the first person that let somebody get through and like, you know, strut, uh, thrive in this don't you want to be in the history books like on the right side of history if you will Mm -hmm. to let someone do that so is very much a pointing out like how like how do we both win on this like right. you win by being the first to let a black woman do xyz i i win by being the first black woman mm-hmm. to do x y and z it's a win win
0: right so and then she walked out of that courtroom and like she just had that burst of excitement and then she just had to compose herself and i had that i reacted the <laughs> same exact way too i was like i want to yell in the theater <laughs> throw up my black fist <laughs> um but it, it was it was such a cute scene and yeah um i was very proud of her um.
1: I appreciated, like, for all of the characters, they showed, like, an element of family. Um, because I feel like in movies, you don't always see that. Or it's, like, it's often oftentimes this really dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of who is the creator, writer, director, it's a, it, there's some dysfunction in family. Cause, but generally, families have dysfunction. That's just who people are. But I liked that they showed the elements of their family, but they didn't take it those families didn't take over the plot line. Yes. Like, they played a background story. It wasn't like, oh, my baby's sick, so I can't come and be a computer today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so a very familial, like, network in there. So I, I really appreciate appreciated that.
0: And I think, and especially in Hollywood films, uh, I, I, I just appreciated how positive this movie was. Mm-hmm. It was not the whole downtrodden... Um storyline, like these characters didn't like fall to the ground to mm-hmm. the point where they were homeless and then they had to work their way back up. I think a lot of our black movies always take that like downtrodden storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing the positivity in the families. I love seeing that wedding proposal with the girls. Like, mm-hmm. the girls love the 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 new father yeah. like I I mean, I don't want to, uh, you know, Yes, not everything is perfect, but I've seen enough of the negative stuff. I've seen enough of, like, drug abuse in black families. Mm -hmm. I've seen enough of, like, um, you know, uh, domestic abuse and all those things that we see in so many movies. (laughs) So it was just nice to put that positive image um, out on the screen and let people who don't know black culture that, yeah, we can have successful families, too, and supportive families.
1: You know, and another thing, like, as much... Even as the families kind of took a backseat, although they were present in there. Like, I appreciated that it wasn't, like, a super religious or churchy movie either. Oh. Like, there was that one scene when they were at, like, the church. Clearly, it was a church picnic. Um, and, like, they were getting potato salad. And the no girl was, like, Janelle Monet said to Octavia Spencer, come with me to get pie or whatever. Um, I liked that they had an element of, like, faith, religion. But that wasn't, like the whole thing. Right. Um so it kind of it it kind of broadened the dimensions that we are able to see black people as. Mm-hmm. We don't just have families that are dysfunctional or functional. We don't just have like go to church and that's like the only thing that we ever do and that like our our life is surrounded around that, but we have like rich and fulfilling lives.
0: Yeah. Um, totally.
1: Another thing I liked about um Janelle Monet was a, there was a funny scene where she got her heel caught in the 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 shoe thing um, which I thought was really funny. I was like, "Girl, leave the shoe." <laughs> she was like trying to get it out and I was like, "Right. Your part is going to be over if you stay for the shoe because of course the the part from the spaceship or whatever is going to slap you in the head and you'll die." Right. Um, but I liked how strong she was like in any of the scenes that she was. It wasn't like a let me just be happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really like very much like use her voice. And I appreciated that the person, the guy that she was working with, who I don't know his name either, white guy, accent, I'm not sure. White guy number five. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> um, I appreciated how he really brought her into the fold and challenged her. Yeah. And kind of was like, you can do this, but like you've you've got to work for it just like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. So um, I really liked uh, that di- the dynamics between the two of them.
0: Yeah. I think whoever directed this movie, uh, um, now that I uh, don't recall... But there, there was something real about those interactions between the bosses and the the black employees. Yeah. Um, And it was so subtle and, but those subtle interactions are very strong. Like, I don't know if you've probably picked up on this too. Every time one of those characters walked into a room of white people and the camera angles made it obvious, the whole room turns their head and looks at them and and there's just silence for a hot second. Yeah. And just like side eyes and everything, every single time, right? And that's and that still happens. I remember in high school, every time I walked into like an AP class, <laughs> you know, or my honors classes, heads would shift, heads mm-hmm. would roll. Ooh, something's different. A black person's here, mm-hmm. even though they don't. They're thinking that subconsciously. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, um, I just I, the movie is just so good. Like I can't. First of all, I want to see it again. Um, but also I'm like, uh, maybe I'll wait till it comes to DVD or like, I can buy it on like Amazon or something or Apple TV, iTunes, whatever, <laughs> uh, uh, to buy it some, somewhere else so I can <clears throat> watch it again and kind of dissect it from a different angle right. and pay attention to some of those other smaller things that I didn't notice before.
0: Yeah. I, I definitely want to see it again. Also too, I read, um, it, it, today's MLK day. Happy yes. MLK. Right. Um, I also read that uh, Octavia bought out the film yes! for a bunch of low-income families, she and that. that made my heart melt because little kids need to see this, yeah. right?
1: Well, one of her quotes was that of that was like my mom wouldn't have been able to take afford to take me and my siblings to this. Mm-hmm. So, like the least I can do is like give back to you know other people who grew up like I grew up. But I really love that like. Well, someone wouldn't be... My mom wouldn't have been able to do this, but let me be able to do this because I can. Right. Um, so, I love that.
0: Um, and just one, I guess, final thought. Um, at the end, I loved how in the credits they um, did the side-by-side pictures of the actual women. Mm, yes. And um, they also uh, gave some history about uh, what what has happened since then in honor of these three women. And very recently, I think it was that. Two, yeah, 2016... Maybe. They named a building, I think, in NASA. They named something like on the NASA
1: campus. Or something on the like NASA that.
0: campus, after um, uh, Tragedy P. Hudson's character. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow." Um, they, they. I wonder if this movie, um, since that was such a recent yeah. um, honor, um, if this movie sparked some things and reminded people and created some uh, memorials for yeah. these women. Yeah, so. absolutely.
1: Yeah, such a good movie overall. Oh, and I forgot the part where Octavia Spencer, like, essentially, like the white woman supervisor, offers her the job, and she's like, "Will I have X amount of people to bring with me?" And I love the oh, element of yes. like, like I don't go by myself. Like, I like my role is to like reach forward to take the next thing and reach back to pull the people behind me that are that are the next the next me's to come along with me. So mm-hmm. that I, I don't leave them behind. I don't leave them unemployed, continually underemployed. Um, I loved that part. And then then just that
0: image of all of them walking down the hallway together. That was great. And I think also, too, what that represents uh, is she didn't just settle for less. It was like that negotiation is like, yes, I know I deserve this job, thank you, but I also want this, right? And it's so important. Um, I I heard, um, I was having this conversation with this professional about one of the reasons why... um, it's just one of many for, like, uh, pay disparity amongst um, different races and different genders is um, minority groups tend to not know how to advocate for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have those skills to, like, ask for more because we're always taught to, like, oh, you gave just me something. be grateful and, and for and just what you're just be grateful giving. for what you have. So... Um, And I would love to talk about that in a future episode. Oh, my
1: God. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Because I was just about to be like, yeah. And some supervisors will make you feel like you should just be grateful for what I've given you. In word or in deed. But Mm anywho, it's neither here nor there.
0: All right. Uh, So that ends our sup. And we will see you for another regular episode next week.
1: Okay. Bye.